and it's gotta be people this is soul brother number one this is rashad waters i'm in the house here ready to talk about some black clansmen of course this is color commentary where we give you views from another side you know what i'm saying brother so right on right on let's go ahead and get into this thing here i'm gonna go ahead and bring on my first co-host here what's going on my brother mr uh danny quick man what's up man what's going on soul brother you know we talking job today uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't speak. I don't speak jive. I only speak the king's English. Uh, but you know who it right. is. They don't have jive in Mebbin. No, <laughs> but uh, it's your boy Danny J. Quick. You know who it is. It's your boy uh, Danny J. Quick. Uh, Fourth Wall Productions, Ace Blade and the Gang. Uh, Fourth Wall Productions. Oh, uh, Lumberjacks number one just came out by any means, um, and I do not think it's a coincidence that. Um, that this Black Klansman movie came out and they're talking about Trayvon Martin and that we finally got this book done. So I know I usually save this to the end, but go check that out. Uh, Lumberjacks number one. What about you, uh, brother, soul brother number number three, number two? Which one, am I two or three? Who is who? Now he's B. You're two and he's B. There you go, so everybody's okay. equal. What's up my soul brothers and all my soul people? Right on, right on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to talk like this. What's up, soul brother number one? Soul brother number two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> R. Right there. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, this is your boy. I'm taking your stuff. Yeah, it's your boy Chuck Taylor here um, with KFX Party Easy. I'm ready to get into this review. I actually just watched the movie, so I'll be really, I guess, fresh for you guys. So, uh Hopefully I don't ramble too too long. I'm gonna use my timer. I got it set. Let's go. Back right on, right on, brother. All right, let's go ahead and hit this on the main line side, my man, Mr. Danny J. Quick, man, Mr. Contrarian, bro. Go ahead and sling on in there, man. You want to know? You want to go to how what we like first or what we didn't like? Yeah, I said go ahead and sling on in there, man. Well, how, how much more clear I need to be, my man? <laughs> well, I did. Enjoy I'm not gonna be the the contrarian this time. Uh, I'll probably have more um, more negatives than y'all will, but I, I enjoyed the movie. It was very very good. One of um, Spike Lee's better movies. Um, we or his joints. One of one of Spike Lee's better joints. Um, I, I even talked on Facebook about um, you know his top five movies, and and I really loved He Got Game, and uh, this one is almost at that level to me, and it even more because of the emotional impact that it had. And the the relevance to today, and um, what's going on in the world. Um, John David Washington did a, a spectacular job um, for this to be, you know, his first real big uh, big screen adaptation. You know, I could hear his dad and his voice at times. Mm -hmm. um, great, your boy Kylo Ren did a great job. Um, <laughs> Supreme Leader Snoke, uh, he he did a great job. Adam Driver. Um, Why did I not and, know that um, was him? <laughs> You didn't yes, know that was him? I was looking at him. I seen that guy somewhere. Who the heck is that? That old guy? twisted up nose he has? Come on, you know that was Bruh, Kylo Ren. Was, the mustache hit it all. I couldn't even tell. I was like, he's doing pretty good acting too, boy. Good guy. <laughs> I like these guys. Go yeah, ahead. Really great. Um, your boy, Topher Grace, um, Venom from, from um, Spider-Man 3. 
he destroyed the David Duke role. Um, I, I even I remember going back and watching some some video of him. I remember and thinking uh, David Duke seems like a nice guy. You know, like this dude mm-hmm. is one of the most sinister people in the world. But he has this thing that he can do, you know, in front of people to make him seem like he's, you know, just a regular person. And right. he's really not. These folk are are some of the most evil people on the on the face of the planet. And you wouldn't know it if you walked beside him in the street. You wouldn't know if you were in uh, working right next to him. You wouldn't know. And I and I like that they shine some light on that. Um, during the investigation, they show, oh, these guys are right in the military. These guys are, you know, these guys are elected officials. These guys are in the police department. Mm-hmm. So it goes to show, you know, that that you never really know who it is that you're working, who you're living and working beside. They could have um, horrible intentions for you and your family. And that's why, you know, um, why we say that the, the, the clan is 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 the same as a terrorist organization. You sitting right here in your house and you don't know if um, the people um, down the street from you want to kill you. And especially in a place like where I live, Graham, North Carolina, there's a Confederate monument right down the street. So mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is really, um, really poignant and pertinent to, to, to me and my family. And um, I like um the humor in it i like that uh certain certain parts were funny the the scene where uh he was trying to get his there they were trying to match their voices and they they did that that little thing where they went back and forth and he was giving them the speech and he was saying it back to him that was hilarious to me um it really connected me to the characters and um you know i i, I really just liked it especially uh the editing the editing in the movie was fantastic I talked mm. uh, about Ant Man and and how the edit in that movie was horrible, but this movie, <laughs> the overlay, the um, the overlays, the 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 audio from one scene when you're when you're in the banquet and you're seeing the the um, Birth of a Nation plan, and then you go back to to um, who was it Harry Harry Belafonte, uh, yeah. um, giving his and how the they juxtaposed the the two things going on at the same time, it was just amazing. I I really did enjoy it. It, it was. It was a good movie. I wish I had more time to talk about it, but y'all got me on the timer, so I'll kick it over to you, Chuck. What do you think? Let me start that timer. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Just uh, just got home from seeing it. Um, it was very well written. Definitely one of my, I would say probably the best uh, Spike Lee joint, at least I can think of right now. Like I haven't watched a lot of them that recently, but yeah, it, it definitely leaves an impact. Um, I really like the cast they put together. It was funny. I just found out that was Denzel Washington's son uh, not that long ago. Cause I actually watch him on Ballers a lot. So I was like, I know this guy because I watch him on Ballers all the time. And I was like, Ooh. oh, he's, that's that's Denzel's son? That's his little kid? I was like, oh. So I definitely was excited to hear once I found out that was that they were related. I did not didn't know. But, uh, you know, I really like how, I guess, the cast did really well together everybody meshed together everybody played their role almost to the t uh, everybody was very believable the people that mm-hmm. were you know for the for the call are and, and everybody had their own opinions so it was very true to how like we think of today like we look at the world in our you know, our own you know, our own view our own viewpoint so it's like mm-hmm. seeing the actors portray that you know and seeing like this guy really thinks this is wrong or you know america's being you know, destroyed by this, you know, he believes it. They believe mm-hmm. it down in their soul. 
They've been right. they, they have so much hatred there they can't even change anything. And they played that role to a T on on mm-hmm. the movie. Um and it was kind of cool to kind of see the different levels. You know what I'm saying? It's like normally okay. on most movies you see like just the hate person, like the person that's gonna string them up and kill them, drag them through the thing. But like you saw like like the more calm guys, more um, you know, thoughtful. Yeah, the the people that just don't think about anything, they're just like kind of dumbfounded almost. You had those mm-hmm. in there. And then you had just the people that I just I'm just mad. I'm mad at the world, I'm mad at this, mm-hmm. and I want to do something about it type of thing. And the and fat dude even, just wanted even, some friends, you know. Yeah. And even yeah, the people that just wanted some friends. Even on the other side, you know, um with the black power side, you saw different portions of how they thought. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the movie because it it left you with a lot of thinking, a lot of it was a very um thoughtful movie and how it brought its message so that the audience can really go home and like think about what they are doing. Like that ending in the movie was very mm-hmm. impactful because it was like you, you felt good because you felt like a good roller coaster like a movie does and the the the, the hero won at the end, but then like that end credit is like just like takes you all the way back to like this is real life, guys. Like, this right. is really happening. It's not like at some, you know, some slave movie that you saw like 100 years ago and they're, you know, just remaking it now. This is something that just happened year a year ago, a couple of days ago. So it's like, it makes you really think to yourself, like, what can I do to help be that change? Um, the, I forget the guy that was speaking that he went undercover. What was his name? When he went undercover um, to the, the white dude? No, the um, Denzel's son. No, when he went undercover to, to listen to that speaker, what was that speaker's name? David Duke. No. Oh, oh, oh! So in the beginning, he went to listen to. Yeah, uh, it was Stokely Carmichael slash uh, what's his other name? Oh, uh, uh, Kwame Torre. Kwame Torre, right? Yeah, like listen to his speech and just talking about. Like you are the like who if if you're not if you're not gonna do it who's gonna do it type of thing like basically like challenging you like we always look at like well somebody else can can start a revolution not a revolution but never start change it's like yeah there will be somebody else there and we'll march with them we'll we'll help support them but like really look yourself in the mirror like you need to be that change like what can you do to help change this country and this world. And you know, it just starts with each person. So I really enjoyed the film. It was really well written. Spike Lee deserves a great hand. And it was definitely needed. It was definitely needed. It hit it's perfect for this time to really get people focused because I can just see stuff escalating so much and just going so much if we don't remember, I guess, where we came from. Okay. Anyways, if we don't remember where we came from <laughs> <laughs> then we're gonna we're gonna go right back down that path, and I definitely don't want to go out down that path. My parents had to come up with, and my grandparents had to come up in. So I want us to stop this, have love, and and understand each other, and we're all human beings here on this earth. So you know, right. just get along and and be able to live peacefully. But go ahead, Rashad. What'd you like about the movie? Nice man. I'm right with you guys, man. Um, for me. I was amazed at how much I liked the movie because they kind of uh, brought me in based on it. It wasn't a comedy, but it was an interesting situation that had funny parts to it. So I wasn't expecting it to get as serious as it did. And right when, again, that scene with Harry Belafonte um, versus him with him talking about what was happening with that young man and how they castrated him and how they cut him and they burn him alive. 
and that was that was bad enough. And then they took his body parts and sold them as souvenirs. And they had the kids to come out and, and watch it. And they made postcards. I'm like, how how sick are you people? You know, but then you're watching that and then you are again um going back and forth with that same scene with uh David Duke and he's talking about, you know, the purity of the Aryan blood and you know and all these different all these different symbolisms and oh man, it was just it was so amazing, man. It was and it just really got you in your feelings, you know, to to hear that type of stuff, man. I, I was just completely blown away by that. Um and like I said, I wasn't expecting it to get that deep at all. Um, the other thing I, I really liked about it was that entire ending sequence. It looks like I like the same things that you guys did. Um, so at the end, it seemed like your boy Ron, like he seemed like he won, you know. But then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, first of all, the chief was like, no, you can't be a part of this. We have to close this in investigation. You're like, seriously? Like after all of this? And then after that, you know, they go, he's hanging out with Patrice and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and they both pull out their guns. And that, that was cool. And how they was that whole scene about zooming in. I'm surprised you didn't mention this one, Danny, how they were zooming in down the uh, down the hallway. I thought that was beautiful. And then you see the cross burning outside, you know, that this still ain't over. But then to go from there. And to take it to now with Charlottesville and everything that's going on, it was so beautiful because, again, just like you were saying, Charlie, sometimes when we watch a movie like that, you're like, oh, man, it was sure bad in the, in, in the past. I'm glad that stuff didn't happen anymore. And I don't think that we necessarily feel that way. I think we kind of leave those movies feeling like, uh, man, that kind of made me mad. But this movie spoke to an audience that was greater to us to say that, no, I know everybody wants to say that was in the past, but look at this. This is happening right now. Look, pay attention. I mean, honestly, you know, it, it to me, it kind of felt like, you know, when you have a dog and, um, you know, your dog doodles on something. <laughs> the way I was taught is that you take the dog's nose and you just stick it over there near the doo-doo. Like, look what you did. Look what you did, you know. So the dog knows, oh, that's bad. That stinks. And to me, this movie did that. It's like, look, look what you did. You know, you can't get away from this. You can't just bury this and say, oh, that was something in the past or whatever. No, here, here it is right there in front of you. So it was just amazing to me uh, when I left the movie theater. And again, I hate to compare it to Infinity War because Infinity War is not real. But that thing about at the end of Infinity War where everything was absolutely quiet. That's how it was at the end of this movie. It was just quiet. It was silence. It was, it was wow. So Definitely. amazing. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the uh, any of the anything that you dislike. So how did this movie fail to you, Danny? Fail. I wouldn't say um, this is the the one movie I I won't say actually. Like I, I can't say that it failed in any way. I think it it reached its objective. The only only area that I'll say that it that it did fail in is that I don't think it's going to reach the people who really need to see it. I think the people who who really need to to have their eyes open by this film are probably too far gone to uh, to to, um, you know, to learn anything from it. The people, you know, I went to I went and saw it in Chapel Hill and there's a largely white, you know, uh, white population there um, and. You know, me and my wife were some of the only black people that were in the in the movie theater, 
And mm-hmm. like I always said, it's not all white people. It's not it's not the majority of white people that are the problem. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the, that small little um, terrorist cell is can be really impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that um, it's good for for for, you know, regular white folks to see this so that they're not they don't just let it, you know, keep happening so that they know to speak right. up when they see something, when something say something. But um, um, the, the only thing I can say that it really failed at was that um, the people who really, really need to see it won't even go won't even go watch it because they're too far gone. Um, also, the racists in the movie seemed stupid like they seem like stupid people and they i mean they are stupid people for just being racist but um like they seem like just dummies like oh they can't you know they can't help being racist because they're stupid like the the fat mm-hmm. guy who just wanted to be friends he just seemed like a drunk the the one who was just the one who um was denying that the holocaust happened you know stupid stuff like that these people are just so seem so stupid like that it seemed like um you know just oh they're just dumb they can't you know they can't help their stuff they're stupid so racism mm-hmm. is a byproduct of your stupidity um the only one who seemed intelligent was you know david duke and you know he was being fooled the whole movie so um mm-hmm. you know that i i wish i kind of wish that they would <laughs> this is weird to say but i kind of wish they would have portrayed the racist in a better way you know so people uh-huh. could you know, so like in, in Get Out, in the movie Get Out, they did a good job of portraying real life attributes that people, you know, people who are well-intentioned could connect with themselves, you know, and I, I wish right. this movie maybe had done that. Um, But, real you quick, know, and um, Tori, so let me ask you a question. So, so um, I guess one thing I was wondering, because I did see some, uh, some of the, uh, I guess races that were in the movie, they seem to be. It will seem to be different ones. Like the ones that I guess you that got more screen time was the you know the one that you know had the had the explosion plot going on with him. Like mm-hmm. you saw his crew more, but then you also saw the more sophisticated side. Um, you know, with when you saw the whole group of clansmen, like what they did. I don't know. I guess that was just my thing. I thought it was a, a variety of different ones there, but the definitely the ones that were kind of the. I guess the the bad guy of the movie. Um, yeah, they focus on the the slow no, guy mm-hmm. and uh, the you're right. that was in hate. Yeah, I, you're right. I, they, did, um, I, they did a they did a good I, job. I mean, okay. that there was a variety of like the ones that were in the military and the and the you know the politicians and stuff. But the ones that took the most of the screen time were like I mean I just think the ones that took the most of the screen time were just portrayed as as stupid. Um, but you know it didn't. It didn't bother mm-hmm. me. I mean, the movie was still great. And the, I want to see what you say about the music, because a lot of the times it seemed <laughs> like the music didn't match. Like the, the the action scenes, the music was just like the somber. Like when they were, when he was racing. And I was like, what is going? Like, why is it playing this music? Right now, when no, this dude, crazy. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, right, I understand. That's, that's, I understand this. I understand that it's the theme of the movie, but should it be, like, can't you like do a variation of it? Like, <laughs> like, 
But uh, you know, those are all. He had, to pay, he had to pay extra for variations. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear when they chopped it up. They dropped the bass line on one of them. It was like doom, 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 doom. Like when it got real serious, it got oh. loud. I was like doom, no, 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 no. They they want us <laughs> to remember that tune, boy. I'm like, I'm leaving the. They feel like doom, no, 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 no. Like it's like a Shaft movie or something. It's like yeah, Shaft. That's what it felt like. It? <laughs> But but that's all for me. Uh, what what about you, Chuck? What what do you think? Uh, how do you think the movie felt? I think I gotta say it felt. It had a lot of. It had so much good about it. I guess the only nitpicking thing I can think of. I didn't really care for the the female uh, lead. Um, I know she was in Spider Man, but I don't know. I just could not. I didn't recognize her in Spider Man at all. I just I just found out yeah. today. Yeah, she yeah, was me. the one that was in the car with the white daddy, you mm-hmm. know, the vulture, that vulture kid. But um, so I don't know, just seeing her like she just I don't know, it just it didn't really come together when I couldn't really believe her when I was watching her act. Like she's really that fast. Like she doesn't seem like like the other her friends seem more realistic than her. Like not saying like skin color or anything had to do it, just like the way they acted about situations. She kind of seemed like she was acting like it. And the other one seemed like she was living it. So it seemed like okay. more believable. I was like, okay, they can go to somebody else. I don't really, like, I can't be with a cop, a pig, a such and such. I'm like, he just <laughs> saved your life. Like, literally uh-huh, just right. saved you and your friend's life. <laughs> what are you talking about? You just sound such like an idiot. Can somebody write you some better lines right here, give you better dialogue? Ain't you supposed to be mm-hmm. educated? I mean, like, I mean, her logic was just skewed to me so much. I was like, yeah, the same people, no offense, like, yeah, you can say you don't like policemen, but if somebody break into your house or somebody rob, uh, put y'all at gunpoint, you're going to be calling 911 just like everybody else. Right. And want somebody <laughs> to, you know, to make sure they come and save you. So don't act like everyday policemen is like that. That's that's the one thing I don't like about the whole spectrum. I don't want us to be on the black side say, oh, everybody white or every policeman is bad. And just like you don't want people on the other side saying every black person the same. I saw this black person shot this person. So all y'all the same. Like, no, I nobody wants to be cast out like that. So I, I didn't like that part of her, the movie with her. Um, she had some good parts, but just she could do a little better than me. Um, other than that, uh, like you said, the music, I, I liked most of the music, but then after I kept hearing his his little, I guess, uh, what do you call that? His, his little music, his background music. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so funny because it got like angry background. Right? It was like, it was different versions. It was like soft and it was like the scary kind. And it was like the ease kind. And it was like the, but it's all the same tune. Dude. Right. I was like, okay, Spike, we got it. We got it. So, uh, but other than that, you know, it was a really good film. Um, I thought everybody, I, I think everything else was straight. How about you, Rashad? See, that's funny to me because I, I feel like my job here as a musician is, is done because I feel like I've been influenced my friends here to pay attention to me. Because a few years ago, they were like, la, 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 <laughs> music is playing. La, 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 la. There was music in that? Really? Now, now they analyze the stuff. For me, I was so caught up in the movie, I couldn't tell you a thing about the music. I literally couldn't. I didn't hear, I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> I was so caught up over listening to Harry Belafonte talking about cutting, you know, castrating that boy. I, I couldn't tell you a thing about no music. <laughs> but, um, okay, so as far as how the movie failed to me, you know what? After the, when the movie started, I wasn't really, I liked it initially and then I, my 
like in the movie started to decrease. I'm going to tell you the scenes where I started to kind of not like the movie as much. Um, the first one was like when they got to that, that dance scene, I didn't understand why that scene was so long. Like it seemed to be yeah. like three to five minutes. You're way perfect. too long. I forgot about that one. That was I yes. was wondering like is something about to happen on this thing? Right. <laughs> like some explosion. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like they just they, nobody's talking. No, it's just the plot is not being developed. Like we got it. They're having a good time. They're black people. They have a connection with music. They've got soul. <laughs> We got it. <laughs> it doesn't take us you know, eight minutes to get it. You know what I mean? But that part was, was way too long to me. Spike huh? Lee has a, has, a, has a break in the in the film where it's just like either somebody's dancing or somebody's giving a speech or there's music and some kind of art form is presented. Like every, that's one of Spike Lee's, uh, one of his signature things that he does in his film. It, it always happens. That, um, that scene with, at the speech, was borderline right there like you're showing the black faces like i was cool with the black faces but it was borderline getting to the point like okay i got it <laughs> we're seeing black faces you know it was it was it was right, almost there um but the that had some that it make no sense are you trying to show off show off the guns over here i know we having a gun show up in here shoot i got i don't know what you call it I don't, I don't know what you call a fat gun, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my guns stored away. <laughs> um, there was some that don't make no sense uh, things in this. Like, okay, here's the that don't make no sense. The chief seemed to be so intent on the fact that the Black Panthers and organizations associated with them were like the biggest threat to America, right? And they spent a lot of time building that up and say, hey, you're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. What happens if somebody pulls a gun on you? Like, they spent a lot of time with that. So to come back and say, and him to say, hey, let's investigate the KKK. And they're just like, okay, let's investigate the KKK too. It just doesn't seem right. If the chief was so excited about going after the Black Panthers, I would have felt more like he would have been like, huh, the KKK? Mm, I don't know. Those guys... I've never really seen them do anything. Maybe we should maybe we should take our time with that before we can do that. Maybe we shouldn't finish our investigation with the Black Panthers first. Like it just didn't if he was so intent on the Black Panthers, it just didn't seem to make sense to me that, that he would be so easily convinced yeah. to go ahead and go along with the Ku Klux Klan. Um and then the fact that like they said oh go ahead. That. He didn't do a good job with that because that and when I started reading the book. And the in the book, like it was a longer period of time bef between, you know, those 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 two things. Like it seemed like it it happened right then. Like after as soon as he got done with the the meeting, the with the Kwame Torrey, then he, you know, the next week or something he was. But in the book, it you know it seemed like he he was in there, you know, some time before he got to 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 start that investigation. So, um, yeah, they didn't do a good job with that. No, they didn't. And then even beyond that, like uh, Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, he goes and says, like, yeah, a rookie has never read an investigation, never led an investigation. OK, but what about that? Why is this rookie black man leading an investigation at an all uh, all white police station? It just doesn't that should have been a bigger deal about why they trusted him to get into mm -hmm. that. So, you right. know, those type of things for me at the beginning of the movie. It just, it really didn't make a lot of sense. But again, as the movie progressed, I really got into it and really liked it. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got to say about the Black Klansman. 
So uh, you guys ready to talk about uh, whether people should see it and give your closing spiels? Yep. Yep. All right. I'll take your. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> go ahead, Danny. Uh, yeah. So absolutely, go see it. Go see it in the theater. Um, it's a great film. Absolutely, you have to see it at a theater because it's not available online. We yeah. all checked. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. It's horrible. But yeah. I, I wanted to support the movie. Trust me, I did. But then I was forced to, to support the movie. I was like, okay, fine. Fine, Spike. I'll give you my money. <laughs> Spike was not letting that go, bootleg boy. No, uh-uh. <laughs> but it's true. You do, you do have to go see it in the theaters. You're not, you're not going to find it anywhere else. But it is worth the price of the ticket. Um, I think you will learn something if you go see it. And, um, yeah, just uh, just go see it. But um, that's it for me. Like I said, go check out the Lumberjacks. If you like the Black Klansman, I think you'll love the Lumberjacks. Um, my homeboy Morgan wrote it. Um, Fourth Wall Productions put it together with um, with our new distributor, um, Short Fuse Media Group. So uh, I think you'll you'll love it. It's out this week, and I'll put the link in the description down there somewhere. But um, that's it for me. Until next time, stay vigilant, my friends. I'm out. So brother Chuck Taylor, so brother B, so brother B. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I had a gr had a great time with this with this film. It was definitely one of our, uh, I guess, better films to review. It really made us think. It wasn't just a fun hee haw, you know, magical world, you know, sp trying to get out of reality. You know, really made you jump back in. So be prepared when you go. You know, you 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 may have some feelings. You're gonna be in your feelings like. Mr. Mr. Soul Rashad said, "You you will be in your feelings throughout the whole show." But um, but yeah, it, nothing nothing really going on right now. We're gonna get ready for next year with a uh, KFH party easy with some of these mega parties. We got some big blockbusters next year, so definitely you know, I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Nice. And of course, for me, man, yeah, it's an absolute yes. You should see this movie. This this movie is a must. Uh, I think that people will enjoy the fact that it is funny and interesting and there's some odd situations that the guys get themselves into. Um, also, I, I didn't give any props to Kylo Ren. And because uh, let me just point out, I cannot stand Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. I think he's horrible. I think he just <laughs> needs to stick to doing dramas because he was great in this movie like matter of fact to me i think he had one of the best scenes where he talked about growing up being jewish but not really growing up jewish and saying, i was just another one of the white kids you know i thought that was a fantastic scene um and then and uh so junior yeah i definitely picked up like i didn't know that was him but i was like that sounds that must be denzel's son because he talks just like him so maybe he'll be in the equalizer sequel uh and hopefully that one will be good <laughs> oh boy Terrible. go see this movie guys so that's our show make sure you take a look in the description so you can find uh, other, cho other shows like ours and uh, other shows like this one you can check out the playlist uh, with other great movies that we've done here also make sure to go to those comments leave a comment let's, let's hear what you have to say and of course you know you gotta subscribe to survive this, again, has been Color Commentary, where we give you views from our aura side. Peace. And it's gotta be. So, guys, um, so I gotta...
a story for you real quick here. It involves a man versus beast. So the, uh, the other day I was sitting in my house, man, and I kept hearing this buzzing. But it wasn't continuous. But I could tell it was something big. I thought it was like one of those horse flies. But it wasn't like... It was like... I said, what the heck is that? So, you know, I'm just going about my day and I start to wash some clothes. And uh, I open the dryer. And in the dryer is a wasp with a stinger about that long. So I mm. close that mug <laughs> real quick. I said, shoot, I need to take care of this. So I grabbed some Lysol. And most of you guys, if you don't know, pretty much any spray will kill a bug. The only thing you got to do is just spray it on its wings so it falls down. So I opened the door, you know, and I had that bottle of Lysol. And I was like, <laughs> I just went to town on that mug, just spraying them all up. Because he had already survived being in the dryer once, right? So then I closed the door, right? So, okay. So then I let him sit for like a half hour. I was like, okay, this mug, he's going to die. He's definitely going to be dead in a half hour, right? So I came back, and I had my Lysol in hand, ready to take him out. And this mug flew out <laughs> right past me, like, oh, my Jesus. <laughs> so then I ran back to my bedroom and the bathroom and closed up everything. And let me tell you all, I went Rambo. <laughs> I grabbed me a shirt, and I could button up my neck in, and I put a suit on. You know I had to put a suit on. <laughs> and some socks. And I had a, a glove, <laughs> and I had my Lysol in my right hand, and then I found some, uh, I did find some wasp spray, and then I started looking out for that mug, boy, I was, you know, and the music was playing, da, 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 you know, like, <laughs> I was, of course, I couldn't spray the wasp spray all over the house, so finally I got back to the kitchen, and I saw him in there, and there he was, spinning around on the ground because he was dazed from the Lysol. So I shot that mug with the wasp spray about 10 feet away, You're and I on. crushed him. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I had to make sure he was incapacitated first. <laughs> so I got over there, and he buzzed me again. And then put on my shoe, and bam, he was done. So, yeah, that was my, uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Now, that's, I'm going to vote that not to be at the end of the video. We try to say under <laughs> You know, oh my God! We made a video more than thirty minutes. We did so good until he yes, came over there. No, no, you better do something else. Ain't gonna be over thirty minutes. That was like a two-minute no. story. And it's gotta be. That's the only thing that's soothing my soul. Turn on the TV to. Power.